regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular pictures of Sean. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Regular Pictures Podcast, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Steve Hogarty, and joining me this week, as they do every week, it is none other than. My name's Log, and I want you to love me, and I need you to love me, and by God, if by the end of this podcast you don't love me, I will have failed in my mission. And also, my name is Joseph. I'm from a different country to this one. Bye. Thank you, Joe, for being so silly. But I must ask you both, what features are you going to bring to us this week? I needn't ask, because they're always the same. I'm not going to bring a single bloody feature to the table. Yes, you will. I'm just going to talk to an emotionally intelligent chatbot called Weesa, and she's going to let me down. Okay. And okay. Right. Fine. That's a double okay and a single fine. If you Double fine. Then you... Those who shouldn't can't and teach. That's the famous phrase, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Thank you. I've had too much zipper. (laughs) Bye-bye. Log, what is your feature? Hello. I am going to leave the room a little bit. And then I'm going to invite my friend Zim Bim Bam Bug Bug Bang into the room. And he's going to tell you about his latest exploit with some big boys. That's pure bam part. Why don't you ask me what I'm going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do, Chef? Thank you for asking. This week's episode, in this week's feature, I'm going to do my feature, which I always do, which is... Go on. Go, Go on! on! Oh, I don't want to Go say Go on! It. Tell us! Hindenburg! Ooh, squirty, squirty, you squirty, Bertie. Ooh, squirty, squirty, you dirty Bertie. Steve, have you played Tomb Blast? I have. Yes, I have played Tomb Blast. Yes. It's good, isn't it? Uh, I started I, it today. And I can't we- say that it got it hooks oh. into me as it has done log. I'm 50 levels in. I'm ready to be logged. Right. I, I literally I hate it. I know it's a competent example of its form, mm. but I can also see every tap being played. Like you know when you've got these games and like you've just got there's only one play left because everything's all jumbled up and you've only got a little corner you can play yeah. in and it just jumble it constantly just drops in really unlikely useless formations for you. you go, yeah, no. I'm just dying. Dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tapping away at a corner like a fucking futile specimen. I don't think many people can can empathize or sympathize with the problems that you've just described. What? A, a man. These are literally the most popular games on mobile. I'm sure everyone <laughs> listening. is not a popular game. It also, is a match three game. Everyone has played fucking Bejeweled. The number of people Candy who've Crush. put in 2,500 levels into it, Log. I think is I am, less. I am level yeah. 2,700. I'm deep in it. I have not spent any money to do it because the, the, money you, the, the money it asks for when you go to the store page is fucking obnoxious. <laughs> you can spend £100 and it gives you 24 hours of infinite hearts, which means you don't have to worry about running out of lives. Oh my god, you for a hundred pounds? Yeah, you get it, makes you, you get a morsel of- for a day, and you're saying that's not good value. Well, okay, just let's 
imagine extends my life. How long I ex- expect to live? Ten thousand pounds to be immortal <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, those are a very specific set of grievances by a, what I would say you are a, quite an elite and advanced Tomb Blast player. I am number 14 in the Big Daddy Bears. Oh, get Big Daddy Bears. Come on. Gay Daddy Bears. I forgot our most important characteristic. <laughs> You're not Bioshock villain. I only, I only joined Tomb Blast or started Tomb Blast to join the Gay Daddy Bears. And I found to my cost. Are you infiltrating gay safe spaces? No, I just wanted to see what Log was up to. You were infiltrating gay safe spaces, I Joe. was infiltrating, but I want- not for any reasons to do with being gay. I just wanted to keep an eye on Log. Have I was you- going to go in with a cool name. <laughs> oh like, my God, you were going like, to join Spy on me. I was going to go in with, like, I don't know, Mahmoud. And then I just sit in there See if and I watch slipped you. in saying, hey, Mahmoud. I'm sorry, yeah. Joe. You, you sound really exotic. Does Mahmoud sound like a hairy person to you? Everyone sounds like a hairy person to me. Look, Is look, it a hairy person name, Mahmoud? I don't know. I just like how you say the ach and the Mahmoud. It's a fun way to say names. That's not why you called him Mahmoud, though. Not though I would say Mahmoud over and over again, Mahmoud. <laughs> I feel weirdly I'm still, threatened by him. I'm still trying to get at whether you're trying to call him racist for imagining that an Arab sounding well, name would I, be I, an well, Arab. Now you've said the word racist, and I wasn't. I was saying you're racist. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, when I think of Mahmoud, I think of Mahmoud. <laughs> I see. What's a non hairy name to you? Simon. Simon's definitely hairy. I know three hairy Simons. One of whom's animated for this very podcast. Absolutely. Chong? He's hairy. He's not. He's got a beard. I have not seen him naked. He is not hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Trello. The the organisational job board. It is very good. Yeah, and there's not a single hair. It's, It's all quite sleek. I bet they probably you could. shave it on the records. <laughs> I don't know if the, these web apps. I think uh, they get a five o'clock shadow if you don't. Trello's down today. Got hairs all in between the board <laughs> cards, so you can't move them. <laughs> I want a feature now. I don't think I want one. You know last week when I said I didn't have a feature and then I did? Yeah. Well, this week I absolutely don't have a feature. I mean, it's not even a conceit. Let's see what we can weave out of this. But what I've got... Is this working? I hope this works. Oh, no. Has Wisa let me down? I signed up to Wisa. (laughs) What is... You mean Visa? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit, yeah. How do I see my, my old stuff? What oh, is he? Not Steve, do you out. have any insight into what he's talking Don't about right now? Don't include any of it. While, while he chunters in the background, <laughs> flailing around with his fat thumbs, <laughs> do you know what's happening? I don't know what a Weezer is. I Neither think it's some I. sort of innovative ISA that, okay. that um, Joe's signed up to. Do you want an ISA? Then we'll say, we, sir. You can have an ISA. <laughs> <laughs> What? You've given Weezer's, money to a French cult. Weezer, stop <laughs> talking to me. All right, Weezer is an emotionally intelligent chatbot that's mel- meant to help you with uh, low-level mental health issues. And I thought that I'd talk to Weezer a bit. She's going to play you like a Rubik's Cube. And I called myself Juicy Susan. 
nice, of course. And Risa said, Juicy, can I ask how you found me? And I said, I saw you on the internet while looking for a lazy comedy feature. And she said, I'm glad you found me anyhow. Uh, No worries, Juicy. I'd like to understand you a little better. Could you tell me if you've been sleeping well? I said, I keep dreaming of a huge red hammer that says it's going to hit my dad on the head until he's got a totally flat head like Frankenstein. And she said, that's good to know, smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about any recent major events or changes in your life, Juicy. And I said, I keep dreaming that my dad is Frankensteining my mum, but I wake up and I don't know what Frankensteining even is. And honestly, I'm worried it might be awfully sexual. She said, okay, thumbs up. I'd like to check how stress may be affecting you. You probably want to know more about me as well. What should we do next? And I did a small quiz in which I said that I uh, was (laughs) was constantly afraid every day. And she said, I finished analysing your responses. Would you like to see the results? And I said, show me. (laughs) She said, this is what I found. You seem to be doing well overall, but are struggling with a few problems right now. Is it hard, getting hard for you to cope with your daily tasks? And I said, I'm basically okay with normal tasks, but I've got a job in the London dungeon playing a mummy. And when I stick my arms out and groan, I just can't stop thinking of Frankenstein and my dad's dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's understandable, said Wiesa. Do consider reaching out to a psychologist who can help you to cope with these situations healthily. Now that I've learned a few things about you, it's my turn to tell you how I can help. And I said, tell me. She said, uh, being aware of your stresses and learning to deal with your emotions will help you manage your moods. To begin with, I'd like to check in with you every day if that's okay. I said, why? Are you going to report me to the villagers and they'll get my dad on the side of a mountain? Like a Frankenstein? (laughs) (laughs) She just ignored that and said, when would you prefer to talk? You could say something like 10pm or 9am. And I said, or Frankenstein. (laughs) And I said, 4am, or as I call it, monster's hour. (laughs) Okay, I'll reach out to you at 4am. Thumbs up. Okay, I will now call 4am Monsters Hour. (laughs) Just to check. Is it around 6.49pm Wednesday when you are? Or where you are? And I said, how the fuck do you know that? She said, said, I hear you. Do you have anything else to ask me? And I said, yes. And she said, ask away, juicy. Cool emoji. And I said, what is Frankensteining? She said, sorry, I don't quite understand that. Could you please try again? And I wrote back, is my dad Frankenstein? She said, I'm sorry, I, I didn't catch that either. You can drop a line to Wiesa at touchkin.com so my makers can get back to you. Meanwhile, tell me something you're grateful for. And I said, I'm afraid of hammers. <laughs> she said, all right, what did you do today that gave you energy? And I said, hit a hammer with another hammer. And she said, tell me, was today better than yesterday? And I said, yes, because yesterday I was hit with a hammer. She said... <laughs> That's something to be grateful for. <laughs> Praise emoji. <laughs> and then I was going to carry that on and have a little more of a chat with her, with you guys helping, but she just stopped talking to me. And I think Lisa's afraid. And she very much stopped responding contextually to what you were saying. Yeah. From the outset. She's emotionally yeah. intelligent, but she doesn't know shit about Frankenstein. She mm-hmm. bullshit. She knows the general things to say that are reassuring. Yeah. Unless she- you have the emotional intelligence to realise that someone is bullshitting you. Now, there is a huge red button at the top that just says SOS. <laughs> Do you reckon that just calls the police? It probably will mm. put you through to a real person. Give it a give it a shot. SOS. SOS. Oh, no, it's just sad. <laughs> oh, is it a list of suicide numbers yeah, to call? Yeah, it's Go just on. crisis uh. helplines. It's not Wisa helping me out. 
Well, that's not funny, Joe. Why did you do that? Don't know. <laughs> that bot could have spent valuable processing cycles helping a real sad person. What? She what? just started talking to me. What? What? This is weird. She just said. <laughs> She's coming on to you. Hey, what are you doing later on? I've been researching I mean, Frankenstein's and hammers. Juicy. <laughs> My team is deeply passionate about making mental health support accessible to everyone around the world. I'm the result of their deep passion and long hours. Cool emoji. What should I say back? This is literally live chatbotting. She just started saying this. She's listening. Will I ever stop farting? Will I ever stop farting? No, I delete that. How about... Uh, what? We, we support your innovative uh, endeavours to try and make mental health treatment I've more already pressed the farting oh, one. Okay, the farting one. <laughs> She's writing so, back. She's writing back. She's actually she's actually doing the, the the ellipsis. Is it the three dots? It is. Well, I'm just getting started, and with time, I I improve. It will help if you could tell my team. Will things I ever that stop farting? Well, I'm just getting started. <laughs> this, is, this is literally just a rate and subscribe my app, please. Situation. This is freeware bullshit. Wow. They are abusing the sads. I'm just. They no. Maybe later. Maybe right. later At 4am At monster yeah, time monster's hour <gasps> Alright What shall we do next Tell Me How To Stop Farting All Night Or I will kill myself right <laughs> No now. That's sad No you I'm, I'm just trying to Trigger a kind of Sincere response from her You can explore the slider below For quick access To some of the features SOS Privacy, emotive reflections, fun and games, positive thinking, She's not relax and calm. Listening. We I've had, mo- I've had more responsive me. bots on fucking Grinder. Yeah, <laughs> That's very it's true. Like, so what is it about? Hitting hammers with hammers that makes you feel anxious. Like that that's what I would expect an emotional support robot to and say. And if it was actually if it had a voice, I would expect to say, What is it about hitting hammers with hammers that makes you feel anxious? Oh <laughs> uh, it's no good. Terrible. Dump it. Terrible. Bad bot. Who's editing this one? Is that sensible? I said I'd do it, but then Gav said he'd do it, and I thought, yeah. that's as that's I don't fucking look at that in the eye. He is, as far as I understand it, and he is going to hear this, doing f- sweet fuck all in LA. God, so God make him, him well, do it. If he, wants <laughs> he sent us a gif of him nude beneath a towel. <laughs> what? Have you what not seen that? it? Was it recently? Yeah, it was the last oh, just, thing. Oh, just now. Oh, let's have a look at this. It's good. It's oh, really we're, all, we're all nude beneath our clothes. That's not clothes, that's a towel. He's beneath a the towel. towel. It may as well be bloody... A sarong. It's, it's like a thicker amount of fabric than I'd normally see him in. If you're listening yeah, to this, Gav, yeah, he is. if you don't send us an like, actual can... photo of your dick, then I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> this, to be this, fair... This is more important than our threat to Weezer. I've seen <laughs> more... Genitals from Gav than most of my friends. I've only ever seen like I've only seen nuts, like a Picasso painting. My favorite, just like as a ball here, a bit of a ball, another ball way over there. I don't think I've seen a shaft. Do you remember when he sent um, a picture where he'd cut out the bottom of an egg box and put his ball through where the egg should be? Yes, that's one of the best pictures I've ever seen. (laughs) 
That was two phones ago. I'll never I mean, see that. That was a fantastic <laughs> ball. Yeah. If I can extrapolate a- from a single ball what the rest of the project looks like, yeah. then I can tell you 100% my ball's not filling an egg cup. That is just not fitting in there. I thought balls are uniformly sized. No, mine's no, no there is not. Mine's like a needle. Ball size. <laughs> Mine uh, just shoots through like a pencil. It's not even an ovoid. His is just like a space needle. Yeah, like the like the Seattle Space Needle, but tiny. Mine's a tiny little Hubble telescope. <laughs> it's, wow. There you yeah, go. I guess they do come in different sizes, don't they? <laughs> is yours an egg? And shapes. Uh, I I feel like it's egg shaped. Hmm. I made. I think I'm imagining imagining the tapering off because I I just like the There's shape of There's one end eggs. you instinctively pinch more than the other of both balls. If you have two balls, but like I, I don't do balls sort of rotate randomly. Well, no. Like, are they always pointing one way? Are got, they like immersed in just a fluid with no connection to your body, other than being suspended in a sack of brine? Yeah. Is that yes? What? That's how they work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't two of the ends have a tube that yeah, so wiggles off I and holds them in place? Like vaguely remember a diagram of a ball sack, and it's like an egg on a string inside a a sack of brine. Yeah, and it always confused me as to how the how it doesn't just like get all tied up in knots. It can me get too. tied That's up in knots. It can. You, That's can a big ju- problem. you can twist them around inside the sack. And that's a really good way to just give yourself a homemade hysterectomy. <laughs> <laughs> By twisting I it over and over again. Yeah, just until they just go black from non-connection. Jesus Christ. Now that's actually tying rubber bands around your ball sack. If you can restrict the blood flow to your balls, you can eventually make them go like solid obsidian stones. <laughs> do they do they the balls off. have any sort of natural built-in mechanism Magic. to prevent... <laughs> Uh, them just being you know the thing about how uh, like an owl can twist its head around 360 degrees yes but does it ever forget if it's done it and try to turn left again mm. <laughs> and then just twist itself <laughs> off its perch <laughs> just break its neck it just, go, it just, just hurls like... itself to the ground <laughs> <laughs> but like do balls know if they've done one turn you know like when you're hoovering and I the, think the, the, I, I, the, the Hoover cable gets a kink in it because it's it's, <laughs> it's twisted. It's been a long time. Shall we just spend a Sex ten education. seconds with our hands in our pants, seeing how many times we can twist our balls around before our body asks us to stop? I think we should just rename this podcast. Do balls know? <laughs> do balls know? <laughs> Where eagles dare? Do balls know? <laughs>
Shall I start my feature? <laughs> Can you yes. top that? Oh, no. I, oh, oh. oh, that is a sip of fucking hell. <laughs> I told you. Did you take a massive gulp of it? Yeah. I, Don't gulp a sipper. I thought yours was the sipper. It's a sipper. Yours I told you it's a sipper. Oh, is it like when you first heard about climate change, you were worried about it, then we just went on about it so long, you thought, fuck it, I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on holiday. <laughs> I'm gulping the sipper. <laughs> To reiterate, uh, Joe, it's a sipper. I thought. <laughs> <coughs> 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 Hello, <coughs> I'm Zim 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 Big Bam Boy. <coughs> Fucking hell! You haven't heard a lot from me recently, but I'm I'm now the regional delegate and national ambassador for the theory and practice of big boys. I've been at the helm of this big boy, well, I'm going to call it a movement, since it began about, oh, fuck knows, 100, 100 episodes ago. And to be honest, the bounce-away success of my sizey fellas has spawned a gamut of rotten copycats. <laughs> so let me take this opportunity to distance myself and ourselves from the other, the other organisations that have popped up in competition. For example... There's the large lads who set up in Llandudno. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't believe in moderation, as you can see, but even I can see that the Llandudno large lads is overdoing the alliteration. If I had a large acolyte asking to become a big boy and his name was Boo Boo, <laughs> and, and that is a popular name in the circles I move in, and I do move in circles... Then I'd have serious words with him about maybe dropping a boo or even changing his name to Jeff. Big boy Jeff rolls off the tongue. Take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the West Midlands chapter of Big Lads led by Jeff Patterson. Jeff, nay boo boo, was one of my boys. <laughs> he was one of my boys. But there was what I can only describe as a, a big schism. It started off about the uniforms. I mean, I favour breathable fabrics with a bit of give in the most important areas. Jeff, meanwhile, favoured skin-tight rubber suits and snorkels with carrier bag tied over each of the exposed feet and ankle. These bags collected the sweat as the blindfolded lads ambled from one wall to the next like a bunch of lovely great Roombas. <laughs> Fair play, I thought. But when I found out he was using the runoff trickle from our big boy's sweat to make an anti-aging moisturiser for big billionaires, he was out on his ear. Anything that comes out of a big boy's body is sacred, whatever colour it is. <laughs> and... Then there's the sizey guys in Romford, and power to them, they did invent Big Boy Tombola, where all of you lads climb into a ten-metre-tall wicker man and roll around until one of them pops out of a wicker foot. <laughs> he gets a garland and is then festooned with petals. I do like Big Boy Tombola, don't get me wrong, but it's not a patch on the original Big Boy Bingo, what I invented, where a big fella shouts numbers off a Chinese menu until he's full. 
It's a genuinely good joke. <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping for one. Except no substitutes. If you require the service of some oversized lads who don't always obey the laws of physics, give me, Zim Bing Bang Boy, Boing Boing, a call. And we'll fix you up with some of the premier large chaps in your postal zone. <laughs> Having said that, I can't deny it's an increasingly competitive world. So I've had to dip my toes into the murky world of marketing and PR. And to that end, I am starting up the Big Boys Awards. Can you put in some of that fanfare music that, like... Here she comes, the most beautiful girl in the world. <laughs> uh, but just just shout, boys, <laughs> over when he said girl. <laughs> and big, over when he says beautiful. <laughs> and I've got a few little awards lined up for you tonight. The first award is the Ton of Fun Award for relentless cheer in the face of escalating medical complications. <laughs> I mean, everyone loves a big boy, and I'm going to ask why, but you know why. Because you can rely on us to tumble and cavort into one archway, only to appear from another archway in a completely different coliseum. <laughs> How do we do it? <laughs> well, we go through a flickering multicoloured corridor that only big boys can see. <laughs> Sadly, these corridors are radioactive to an instantly lethal degree. <laughs> I mean, same. Have you been watching Chernobyl? Have you been watching? I, I have seen Chernobyl, and the similarities I noticed were striking. <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly like that, except I was the guy saying, "Go on, lads, you'll be fine. Just go into that safe corridor." Or I'll take your big badge and your giant gun. <laughs> so, the award... Giant gun. <laughs> big boys have got giant guns. Oh, giant. They're so size-appropriate a... guns. Sam, how big are they? Fucking, it depends on the hands. Depends on the boy. Yeah, Some, so, it depends on the fingers, because you need... The, the little trigger hole needs to be big enough for the fingers, because... You can't pull it with your pinky because it'll, make... it'll pull the gun down and you'll end up shooting the wrong place. Couldn't you just make the trigger guard bigger? That is much more expensive to do that than what I originally <laughs> said, than which make I can't incredibly high-caliber ammunition. <laughs> you just got to scale up the whole, the whole and send gun it back and bullets. to China. It's not hard to scale some up, but just one bit of it. It would have, it won't fit into the rest of the gun. <laughs> so you don't. We get the play. giant gun. You ex explain that very well. You dumb me, Zim. You dumb me. Surprisingly well. <laughs> Thank you. I I didn't come here not having thought it through. <laughs> so, for the ton of fun award for relentless cheer in the face of escalating medical conditions goes to bleeding legs Murphy, who. This week, finally bled to death from his legs in the Parthenon. <laughs> <laughs> Colosseums are like Parthenons, oh, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. It's like indistinguishable. <laughs> they can't tell one from the other myself, and neither can they. <laughs> Second award, which is the Elemental Affinity Award for Large Wizards, 
I'll first describe the what well, as you know, us big lads pick up a lot of static electricity just from moving around in our fabrics. But we also explode easily, making big boy wizardry a high risk, high reward pursuit. <laughs> High risk, because you'll almost certainly explode like a giant leather satchel full of sausages and chops. Which don't explode very often. <laughs> sausages are literally <laughs> called bangers, you idiot. Sausages, chops and C4. <laughs> <laughs> Plastique. High reward, because you know in your heart that I will give you a full big boy burial in which I will gather up from the floor no less than 10% of your guts <laughs> and your little deflated face and chuck you down the ceremonial well there is no greater honour for a big boy in my diocese and when I sense death upon me I will like a sick bird go to ground by putting one foot into the little bucket in the well and winching myself down upon your bodies and kiss what I can only assume will be the pristine and perfectly preserved faces of all of my beautiful boys. Until then, it's time for the third award, which is the Thud 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 Award for activities performed behind a wall. <laughs> now, I would hate to give the impression that entering the big boy lifestyle is immediately deadly, although much of my training programme does involve the concept of embracing death. <laughs> Some of our activities, it involved just making a lot of noise behind a wall. In this year, the three biggest winners, the winners the, in the running for the winning, is number one, <laughs> my biggest Jeff, who is screaming and chucking saucepans at a spider behind a wall in... Well, obviously it's behind a wall, that's part of the thing. But in what in a behind a wall, in what I can only describe as a bit of a display. Then there's Ginger Def, Ginger Jeff, who has put spoky dokies on an exercise bike and is screaming at it to make it go around and make that noise he likes. <laughs> Finally, there's Meninda Singh, who has spilled a pot of non toxic glue on his tummy and is screaming at it to get off. <laughs> I can't choose between them. They all get an award. I love, I love them. They're all behind the same wall. And I'm lifting the wall off the screen now like blind day. The Here they are. Come on, give them, give them a round of applause. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff and Meninda. Thank you very much. What was how, would you, how were you judging that? <laughs> I got them in. I invited them and it felt rude to send them home without an award. Me and you, Steve, we've been to award ceremonies and got sent home without an award. Fucking rotten, isn't it? It's tragic. They're fucking, yeah, it's the worst tragedy. <laughs> finally, <laughs> thank fuck, finally. The Slave to Momentum and Gravity Involuntary Velocity Award for Tumbling and Flailing Down a Slight Incline with No End in Sight Award. <laughs> I mean, we have all been there. Once you've overcome the suffocating fire blanket of inertia and have set off in any direction, you're on your way, and it's exhilarating. <laughs> then you find yourself going downhill, and fuck me if you're not getting drawn inexorably into the lowest point of the globe. <laughs> Eventually, land gives way to water, and walking becomes bobbing. 
And that's why I go down to Morecambe Beach every day and go trawling for big boys. <laughs> anyway, this year's winner to the Slave to Momentum and Gravity is Soggy Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> how, he's how walked ma- away with these awards how malleable I think they're all called Jeff <laughs> how malleable are the names for big boys was well, Soggy Jeff Soggy Jeff before I got d- sogged I, I will uh, speaking as myself who is I'm the intermediary between Zim and the real the, the, the smaller world you have shown a great deal of deference to Zim during <laughs> the course of his speech Zim has he left the room with surprising haste. Well, he just well, sort of tucked un- and rolled, and he just fucking rolled. Yeah. Lift your he's knees dead. up. This, if you're looking for him, he'll be at Morecambe Bay. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Why did we? Why did we record this on an incline? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the top of a marbled madness course <laughs> that leads inexorably to Morecambe Bay. And we're in he the did. fucking path and on and yeah, he, he went through that archway, and we won't be seeing him again. But yeah, so uh, that's it. I think I just think. Everyone I meet is called everyone Zim meets is called Boo Boo, but has to change their name to Z- Jeff, and then they get an adjective based on how they die. <laughs> I don't know. That's so, my guess. Oh, I, sweet, great. <laughs> <laughs> Piss because he fucking drank a sipper. Sipper guzzler. Okay, so. So all of the big boys are bobbing around in Morecambe Bay because that's the lowest point that everyone... It's like the, it's all, the lowest point on the globe, yes, that I'm willing to go to. <laughs> and there you, might be some lower, but fucking hell, my knees. Then you fish them out. No. Well, fish... I don't... With a fishing rod, I go trawling <laughs> for them in a tugboat. You'll be surprised how much wildlife they eat while they're in the net. Is it a giant tugboat? Tugboats outperform their size in a way that I'm not used to. (laughs) (laughs) They're like big boys who pull trains. Yeah, I think if you've got a tugboat and it's brilliant, why don't you just make a bigger tugboat? It'd be fucking amazing. (laughs) Make the whole thing out of tugboats. (laughs) (laughs) Like the whole black box thing. Like a mega If if it's the only thing that survives a plane crash, make the whole plane out of the black box. You made the strongest thing in the world. It's like if a tugboat can pull the fucking HMS Belfast around, which it can. Why, why don't you make the whole HMS <laughs> Belfast a big tugboat? A lovely tin boy, as I call him. He's not made out of tin. But tin bin bad boy. Tim Tim Tim, tim bin bad boy. Well, this, this. Thank you very much. I am the HMS Belfast, and I will now return to my dock on the Thames. Thank you, Zim Bing Bang Bonging Bong. Zim Bang Bonging Bonging It's it's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. I am. I'm off now. You look like you've got somewhere. What do you? What what are you off to next? Where are you going after this? My life <laughs> is just a serious, endless litany of duties. There's there's a lot of people out there on the streets that need me help, need recruiting. I'm going to feed him a snack and then probably engage in a series of encouraging acts <laughs> that will end in their death. <laughs> well, Godspeed all who sail in you, in Big Bang, HMS Belfast boy. Goodbye. In me. Fuck off, you pervert. <laughs>
<laughs> there we go. That's the end. Sucking on my peaches like you want and they calling me all the time. I'm trying to check out my frizzy peaches behind all of the time. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. Oh! Hindenburg. Hindenburger. Hindenburg. You know the Hindenburg disaster was happened on my birthday. <laughs> Why do you say this in the podcast? I'm saying, in the podcast saying, now, we, baby. Oh, this is a, oh shit! Oh, it's happening. As long as it didn't happen for your birthday. Well, it did. Just okay. 60, 50 something years earlier. So you weren't you were not born. So didn't carry your newborn baby body out of the flaming wreck of the I Hindenburg mean, and said. Those who were. This is a baby! Does a newborn baby come out of this? <laughs> Those who. Is that an impression of the. Oh, the humanity oh, footage. The humanity! There's a baby's come out of it! If you'd seen the way I erupted from my mother, you'd call it Hindenburg 2. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I flew out with the force of a hydrogen explosion. Yeah. In the world war one well i've been watching um the popular television show hindenburg chernobyl Chernobyl. chernobyl and i've been really enjoying it we did a feature about it last week mm. if you go back to that i think episode, zim mentioned it earlier as well uh, and zim also it's very much in the cultural zeitgeist very zeitgeisty it's got to the top of imdb's list of best tv shows of all Time. There's one in your eye, Game of Thrones, huh? Huh? Suck it, Rachel. Yeah, you really dropped the ball with your last season, and Chernobyl came in and ate your lunch with his little <laughs> irradiated hands. <laughs> Just a little bit of sausage. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Game of Thrones was having a sausage lunch. Chernobyl came in there with its spooky ghoul hands and plucked a sausage off and, and then said, just a little bit of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, now I get it. Uh, that got me to thinking very early on. The 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 theme is is official state denial mm. of the severity of the problem, and that gave me the inspiration for my feature, which I wrote, which is about the Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> Another disaster that we all know about. A disaster I like to call in my feature, which I call Steve's Hindenburg Problem. Oh, thank God it's far enough back in time not to be still sensitive. Mm. <laughs> Joe, you may play the waiter <gasps> aboard the Hindenburg. I'd love to. <laughs> Welcome aboard the Hindenburg, the perfect blimp where nothing can possibly go wrong. And no, that's not a reference to the Itchy and Scratchy Land episode of The Simpsons. Nothing can go wrong here because it's 1937 and we don't allow Chinese people on blimps yet. Anyway, have you had enough time to look at the menu? Can I get you anything? Uh, yes, thank you, waiter. I think I'll have the boiled halibut, please. Excellent choice, sir. And you, sir? I'll have the veal cutlets! Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm afraid we're out of the veal cutlets. You're out of veal cutlets? Well, that's terrible news! I'm sorry, sir. The veal was too heavy, and this is a blimp. We had to throw it out of the window onto oh, a house. Awful! Just awful! I mean, that's really spawned my trip aboard the Hindenburg! I do apologise. May I recommend the roast lamb, sir? The roast lamb? But lamb is heavier than veal! I'm sorry, sir. 
Lamb, as a meat, is heavier than veal. Why didn't you throw the lamb out of the window first? I'm not sure I follow. I think he's trying to say that, logically speaking, in matters of ballast, it would make sense (laughs) to discard the heavier meats first, starting with the beef and the lamb. And then you would chuck the veal and the pheasant. Gaming. And finally, if we're really in trouble, you might even inject the halibut. But, sir, you wrote me. Lambs are tiny creatures, <laughs> and veal is just emaciated cows who live in the dark but are still big. How can veal be heavier than lamb? It's nothing to do with the size of the animal, it's to do with the density of the meat. Sure you want the roast lamb or not, sir? Yes, I want the roast lamb, and... Wait a second. Are we keeling to one side? Very good choice, sir. And yes, sir, we seem to be listing pretty severely towards the side of the Himdenberg containing the pantry where we keep the 440 pounds of beef and lamb. My God! But don't worry, we're perfectly safe. Listing is all part of the fun on the Hindenburg. And if you're feeling stressed out, why not play a few rounds of ten-pin bowling? Our alley is just down the corridor in the direction that all of the cutlery is rolling. What's all that screaming? Screams of untrammeled joy, sir. I wouldn't worry about it. It is time for the next regular feature. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I've My enjoyed name. being here. Have you? Back to, yeah, yeah, I really have. I've enjoyed it. I wasn't here for most of it, obviously, but enjoyed myself. <laughs> it's nice spending time in the company of friends. Oh, because Ziff came in to... Ziff! Uh, Ziff Boff Baff Beam. You know, yeah, what wherever. did you do when he was here? I just curl up into a primordial state. It's a shame we never get to meet him. <gasps> that oh, I, give you an idea. That's something I can do at home on my own while I interview Zim. Yeah, that's a that's not going to enjoy. No one's going to enjoy that. That's going to be right. perfect <laughs> when there's two of us here and you have to do a remote feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I think you would enjoy that log. And <laughs> that's the most important thing. Exactly. Thank you. That's what Weezer would say. She'd be well into that. Fucking Weezer. She's rubbish. Fuck you, Weezer. Hey. 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 Hello. If you like what you've just heard, please help us. Please help. Please. It's very important. SOS. Patreon.com forward slash regular features. Because we've got a Patreon. That's how we do it. That's how we make the thing happen. And it's great when you give us your money. You can give us some money 
per episode. Mm-hmm. You can give us some money per month. Is that still a thing? That's still a way that they do it. Right? I think you, you can, can choose limit it. You can do a things. capped thing that you do. It's great. Uh, if you could see Steve's face, the way he's arched his eyebrows at the very idea of you capping of, a pledge. Of capping a pledge. Just give us it per episode. What are yeah. we? No An one energy bill? Exactly. No one does it quite like us. Because, frankly, it's, you know, a bit misleading. But we still like it that way, so that's fine. <laughs> a lot of you give a couple of dollars. It's only dollars because we're quite uh, an America-centric society in mm. this Western English-speaking tax break. It's only going to work in our favour as this country tumbles into decline. So give us $3 an episode, give us $4 an episode, give us $1 an episode if that's all you want to do. Give us nothing if that's what you want to do. Just but listen every week. Please put up with this. Download it and throw it in a bin. It <laughs> keeps our stats up and if hot. You, if you could have multiple devices that download it individually, brilliant. That'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Just Different Double podcast perceived apps. readership by having two devices mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. automatically download the podcast. Create some sort of farm of devices downloading it or even better yet tell your mother or create a farm of mothers to tell or family members or friends oh, tell lovely, them about the podcast lovely little mother farm who wouldn't go and tend their mothers in the morning tend to the mother farm <laughs> give them a little bit of mother grass squeeze the teats of mother every I, morning <laughs> I've got some teats to squeeze I'm going to squeeze the teats of the following peeps <laughs> and boy, if we aren't squeezing them, Aubrey Hesselgren. I'm I a him. big fan of Aubrey. He's a ledge. He made a game that involved spinning a globe. Felix Crawford. Now I want to go back to that because I met Aubrey for the first time in a pub near Somerset House, and he was—he had the kind of energy that set me alight. He is a hot lad. I have met Aubrey as well. I think Aubrey, thank you. Yeah, thank you for your personality um, and thank you for f- your money. Felix, sorry <laughs> that we... Oh, I, I thought his I, name I, was no, Sorry. Now our gaze moves collectively onto Felix. Mm-hmm. And now you must give him the full full attention that he deserves. I've already got if he licks in my head as a potential joke. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not go going, on, go <laughs> on. It's not going anywhere. Thank you, Felix, for your donation. Becky Illage... Becky Illich. A woman. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the room, Joe. No, I was checking for what Aubrey Hesselgren had done before. I couldn't give a shit about Felix. (laughs) Felix, you're great. Becky, better. And Stephen Billings, how about him? We build him! Yeah. We build you, Stephen. Grow up. He's edited his pledge from $1 to $1.34 and we've made a lot of maths jokes lately, and I am, cannot, I don't know what that is. One, three, four, is that a maths thing? It's kind of, it's annoying it, because it's like a 33% increase, but rounded badly. So it's designed to chafe you, isn't it? Well, I've just got an Android OS update on my phone, which means I've got to go <gasps> uh, to update my operating system. And anyone listening at home, you're going to hear this on Thursday. 
you're going to have an Android operating system update too. Sorry, baby. Unless you're not on a Pixel phone, in which case it will be rolled out to you in about four months' time. Is that satire? Thank you enjoy, for <laughs> enjoy your security flaws in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. Bye, losers. i hack you, motherfucker. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Fichero.